Hey guys and gals, welcome back to a brand new episode of Simmer Down with Viv. I hope you guys enjoyed Lunar New Year. The celebration is continuing and I hope you guys are going to go to the parade this weekend and have some delicious Asian food and just be part of the festivities. Well, talking about festivities, this was a very exciting week for me. This past Monday was my birthday. I was very fortunate to spend it with a lot of people that I cared about and love from everywhere whether it's friends or family or colleagues, everyone really did make a huge effort to making me feel extremely special and I am super grateful for that. And if your birthday was also Monday, happy birthday, my birthday twins. If your birthday was earlier this year, happy belated. And of course, if it's coming up, we can't wait to celebrate you. But we are officially in the sign of the Aquarius. I have to say, I am a true Aquarian. I've read all the astrology characteristics, and I have to say, it's pretty much spot on. But more on that later. So this week's topic is all about birthdays. I felt like I wanted to talk about birthdays because we have one each year, but I feel like as I get older, my perspective of birthdays change, what I hope for them, what I want from them. Um, just like the overall vibe. So I don't know if you guys are going through similar stuff or similar feels. So that's what I want to talk about. So first off, let's talk about birthdays as a child. It's pretty significant, right? Everyone makes it all about you. It's super fun. There's balloons, crowns, lots and lots of cake. If you're like, hey, I'm 30, I still do that. Good for you. Live it up. But especially when you're a child, those are the elements. Those are your checklists. And I remember as a child, we always got this one cake for me. It is a typical, typical classic Chinese bakery cake. Sponge cake on the bottom. Then the middle layer filling would be canned fruit cocktail that was drained, folded into whipped cream, and then another layer of sponge cake. And it was very light and air. It was actually really delicious sponge cake. And it was covered in more whipped cream. And then you had like strawberries or kiwi or some kind of like fruit art on top with your name on it. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, (laughs) go to Chinatown and you'll see it in the case. And it's like, I think they come in 6 inch, 8 inch, 10 inch, 12 inch, or 14 inch, depending on how big your crowd is. My family was, my siblings and I, my parents, and my paternal grandmother. So I would say we probably just got like the 8 inch and that was more than enough. And I remember I always had a slice of cake the day of my birthday and I always had a slice of cake the morning after that was cake for breakfast is a thing before Kate Spade wrote on a bag thanks mom and I remember it was just so special to me because I looked forward to that cake it was the staple if I had that cake it was my birthday and I remember a few years into my birthday into my age I don't know a few years later I always wanted an ice cream cake because my sister got one and her birthday is in July and my even my brother got one and his birthday is in April but my mom was like you can't have an ice cream cake it's too cold for that so I always had the sponge cake and now when I go to a Chinese bakery and I look at it I always smile because it brings back so many memories I didn't have a lot of presents growing up because money was tight but it would be like a small like tchotchke of some sort and that was plenty But the best thing was, whoever's birthday it was, we would have chicken, a whole chicken, and you would get the drumstick, and it would, you know, because the drumstick was the coveted piece. So back then, if you had the drumstick, it was your birthday. And I know a chicken has two, but I would always give the second one to my younger brother because he's the baby of the family. And that was it. That was my birthdays growing up. I did 
always wanted a birthday party in school because I would see my friends' parents bring in cupcakes and another cake. And unfortunately, my parents just wasn't able to do that because they worked really long hours. And that was that. But besides that, it was pretty nice. I got cake. I got some chicken and winner, winner. I mean, till this day, if I get Popeye's chicken and um, it has to be the drumstick too. I guess it stayed with me. And a cake. I'm a happy, I'm a happy, happy girl. Okay, so then when I went to high school, I think that's when it changed for me because in high school, people treat birthdays like it's a national holiday. And I took that and ran with it. I remember freshman year, I would get these helium balloons. And it wasn't a lie, I got like two from my friends from like the dollar store. But as you get older, as you know, the grades progress like sophomore, junior, senior. By the time I was a senior, I had all these balloons. Like, I would say maybe like 40 or 50 and then I had stuffed animals with me and flowers and bouquets of flowers and in a way that was showing popularity so the more balloons you got the more you know bouquets of flowers stuffed animals it would be like oh my gosh she's so loved she's so popular and you would walk home with your friends carrying all your stuff with you and it was like a you know like a marching band parade just walking through the streets and everyone would honk and sunset park happy birthday feliz cumpleaños and it was great but what did you do afterwards with those balloons? You would bring it to your room and take over my entire room with my sister whenever she came back home from college. And she would be like, these things need to go. That was a very fond memory in high school. Teachers did not think it was that fond because it completely obstructed, you know, the dry erase board or the blackboard. So they would make us keep our belongings, our birthday things outside. But besides that, it was very different. My parents never really understood my obsession with helium balloons. <laughs> I've always liked balloons, but especially helium balloons because they were so shiny and they stay afloat much longer than regular like lung balloons, I guess, like regular oxygen air balloons. Lung balloon, okay, that's a new term, I guess. And although my parents did not throw me like a lavish party, like I did not get a sweet 16 or anything like that. I remember I would have all my friends meet me at a movie theater and everyone would pay for themselves we would watch a movie and then come back to my place and my mom did order us three whole pizzas from the local pizzeria and that was a big thing because having all your friends come over and just like hanging out on the couch and like talking and laughing for like an hour or two meant everything to me and then in college that's when it went really extreme <laughs> by extreme I mean I think it's probably because I worked for my super 16 at that by then and I understood lavish but I was basically, what's a cheap, I was basically a chicken egg budget wanting caviar taste. You know what I mean? So I would help PA, I was a production assistant for my Super Sweet 60 and I would see these lavish parties. And I was like, well, that's really cool. So when it came down to my birthday, I wanted to get all dressed up. I would make sure these outfits were head to toe, like basically throwing myself like a quinceanera. Had these glimmer dresses, matching handbags, go to dinner with my friends and then go clubbing. Or I would have matching like Rockaway suits or Echo Red, things like that. And that went on for four years and it was very expensive. But I treated it like a national holiday. If it was my birthday, I made sure I didn't have to work. My friends would always meet up with me. Manny Petty, the whole shebang. Got your hair done, got your makeup done. If you guys watch Bravo's Vanderpump Rules, like circa season one, Stasi, that was me except I wasn't blonde and living in California. I was a brunette. I am still a brunette. And I live in Brooklyn. But I treated it like a national holiday. We went all out, booked out venues, and just party, party, party. 
And then my 23rd birthday came. I always wanted to be 23. I felt like 23 was my number and my birthday's February 3rd. So it was my golden birthday. And that was by far one of the three worst birthdays I've ever had. The next three consecutive birthdays were hell. It was just really sad. And I don't think anyone knew because I, everyone, like my friends knew that 23 was such a big number to me that I was just like oh my god yeah thank you I'm having so much fun and in actuality I didn't I went to work and I my sous chef was kind enough he knew it was my birthday he took me to the bar after work and he bought me a beer and that was that and then went back to work the next day I was also not in the right headspace I was in a really bad relationship so mix that and not seeing your friends and you know for the past what four years at least everything was about you the attention and everything and afterwards it just felt like I didn't matter anymore I just it was just like another day and I kind of like lost my identity um but everyone was still texting me and telling me happy birthday so I had to constantly feel like I had this facade I had to put up like oh I'm living my best life like before Instagram was Instagram I was saying oh yeah this is great I would take a picture and like be like see I'm having so much fun and and I was not I was really sad and I kept to myself I remember when I turned 25 I was like, I have to do something because people expect something from me. And I met up with friends from high school. I met up with some people from college and some people from work. And I threw this party at this venue. And I just, I was smiling. I felt like a clown because I just kept kept smiling. I just had to keep pretending that I was so happy. But afterwards, I went home and I cried. And I was so depressed. And it was hell. And I just went, I know I hate my birthday. And I never, ever thought I would say that. But yeah, I hated my birthday. That year, I learned a lot about myself and I got out of that bad relationship. I learned a lot just about finding myself again and my identity and how to learn to love myself. And I think in hindsight, that was the most important gift I ever gave to myself, especially at such a milestone birthday, like a quarter century. And by the time I was 26, I slowly started picking up my life back together and I only got to see very, very limited amount of people. Like, I only think, I only saw, like, Michelle. And luckily, that year turned out to me much better because Jay and I reconnected and we started going out. He, I remember he asked me, he goes, you know, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I said, nothing. I don't, I don't want to do anything for my birthday. I don't really like my birthday. And he's like, no, 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 you love your birthday. And it was because of his love and his patience and his care that I felt like I was able to celebrate myself again and I did throw a party and I felt really happy it was like in a long time I felt like me I felt like me but more mature me not like not like high school me where I need a balloon so yeah after that it it got better and ever since then I have to say Jay has given so much effort each and every year he always tries to surprise me because he's like, I'm always going to try to make up for those three years that you were really sad because you should never have been sad on your golden birthday. And three back-to-back birthdays, That's he's like, that's really hard and it sucks. So he always plans a special gathering with friends and family. And each year, I have to say, the crowd gets smaller, but I kind of like it. I like that I get to see my family and my closest and dearest friends because it's all about quality to me, not quantity. I rather have longer and more serious conversation with people that I genuinely care about rather than having everyone come to a bar, you know, buy me a beer. Not that I drink anymore. I haven't 
drink in almost four years now so it doesn't even matter but to have like hey how's your mom or oh my god what are we gonna do this together like those those moments matter to me way more than anything else but with that said Every year with my birthday, I do go through a little bit of depression and a little anxiety. And I don't know if you guys go through the same thing. And if you guys do, you're not alone. I think A, it probably came from what happened in the past. But also, to me, birthdays are bittersweet. Let's start with the sweet. They're sweet because you get to see people, people love you, and you're very grateful for them giving their time and spending your day with you. But bitter and sad, not like I'm angry. As you get older, everyone around you get older. That includes your parents, your grandparents, and especially my fur babies. I can't imagine a birthday without my fur babies because they are so significant in my life. There will be an episode dedicated to them, so we will get into more depth of that. But it's just, it makes me really understand each birthday is a milestone because you go through a lot of things within that year and you learn a lot another thing is for me a birthday is kind of like a new year's resolution thing I check things off I ask myself what did we do this year did we check off all the things that we wanted to do did we accomplish everything we wanted to was there something that we were ashamed that we did was there something that we could have done better was there a learning moment I give myself these questions I answer them whether it's writing it out or whether it's answering it in my head. But I do do that. And sometimes when I feel like there is something that I could have done better, it does make me a little sound like, okay, you could have been, you know, now that you're older, you have to be a little wiser and you have to be this and you have to be that. But one thing I do give myself every year now for the past three years is a gift. And I'm not saying it's a gift that is superficial, like a new handbag, nothing like that. But a gift that I know that I genuinely need. Like this year, I knew that I needed time. I needed time for myself. I really needed time to breathe, to catch up, to sleep. And I never used to give myself time. You're probably like, how are you going to gift yourself time? I should say, it's not gifting myself time, but it's time that I have allotted for things that I want to do, things that matter to me. So I know I need time for my parents I know I need to have time with Jay I know I need to have time for myself to take care of myself so it's like little things like that like if I get super like I feel like I'm getting burnt out I'm like it's okay take this afternoon and do what you need to do if it's a nap don't feel bad about it do it because you're figuring out how to take care of yourself first every week I've had lunch dates with my dad And it's sometimes it's an hour, sometimes it's like three hours. And it's really nice because I never used to do that. And we don't have to talk about anything serious. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's about his health. Sometimes it's about work. And sometimes it's about dates. Like, where is he going to take mom this weekend? Or he's like, I really need fresh air. Where should we go? What should we eat? So it's like little things like that. Because the year, as you get older, time flies. A year is not very long. It's really not. Yes, if you put a number, 365 days. Yes, totally. But in reality, think about how you spend your day. You're going to spend anywhere from six to eight hours of sleep, right? Okay, then you go to work. And that's anywhere from six to 12 hours. Then you have to shower. And then you have to like get ready for bed. It's go, go, go. So quality time, I think you might be looking at like two hours, two or three hours at most if you're lucky. And that's not a lot. So try to give yourself the gift of time because it is precious doesn't cost anything 
but it will matter a whole lot later on. Okay, another gift that I wanted to give myself is the gift to learn. The gift to give myself time to go out and learn and and pursue something that I'm interested in and that's astrology. I told you guys before, yes, I'm an Aquarius and it's pretty spot on. But there's so many things that I hear about and I've always been interested in when this is happening, like this is rising or this is going down or something's in like your moon or things like that. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but I'm fascinated by it. I don't understand the stars and the moons. And I had this really cool conversation with my colleague on Monday and she's really into it. And she's been studying it for a few years now. She gets her readings every year and then she gets quarterly updates And she understands what's happening with her and how she feels a certain way. Like sometimes she's like, I feel a little more anxious and I wonder why. And the reading can kind of give her a nod. And it's really about whether you believe it or not. But I've always believed it or at least been very interested in it. So this year, this birthday, I'm going to give myself that gift. Get some apps, get some books, learn about it. And hopefully I get more insight of how people perceive me and how I perceive myself and how it can help me grow until the next year and hopefully become a better person and more well-balanced person as both a friend, a sister, a wife, a daughter, and a colleague. So that pretty much brings us to the recipe of the week. Since I'm trying to tie this into the birthday conversation, I wanted to show you guys a recipe that is really unique to the Chinese culture and also it's really good. I'm a big fan of them. It's called Bao, also known as longevity peach buns. And you're probably like, peach buns? Okay, so let's talk about what the peach bun is. There is actually not a single peach ingredient in there. It is only shaped like a peach and it visually looks like a peach. And we're talking about like white peaches, not like Georgian delicious yellow peaches. I mean, white peaches are good too. But why peach? Peaches actually represent immortality in ancient China. And people thought that if you ate this magical peach, you would live forever. Well, these peaches are not going to let you live forever. But usually, they're served to the elderly in celebration for their birthday. And it's supposed to represent wishing them a long, long life to spend with their loved ones. So there's two fillings. One is a red bean sweetened paste. And then there's a lotus seed paste. Usually, the beans come in either one of them. This week, I provide both of those for you because I wasn't sure what you guys wanted. I do mine a little differently. I do like texture in mine, so it's not like a creamy, creamy paste. There's more texture to it. But if you guys like, there are all these like notes in the recipe itself on Simmer Down with Viv. So feel free, make it your own. Also, the dough recipe, it's super light and airy and you guys can make it both sweet and savory applications. If you're going to do it with savory, just eliminate the vanilla extract otherwise you're good to go so these buns are really really special to me because we get them each and every year for my grandmother's birthday the matriarch of our family and everyone's supposed to only have one but sometimes when you're at a restaurant they give extra ones so my grandmother always knows to sneak me at least two if not three and they are fantastic they're so light and there is a hint of pink food coloring on the side just to give it that rosy peach color Give it a try. Let me know what you guys think. And, you know, you might want to include this in your next birthday celebration or at least for a friend or a family. Make it fun. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening and kicking off this first birthday with me. 
on Summer Down with Viv. It means the entire world to me. It really does. It makes it extra special. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. Simmer Down with Viv is produced by me, Vivian Chan, and Tracy Gushkin from With You Media. For more information, visit Simmer Down with Viv on Instagram, With You Media on Instagram, or SimmerDownWithViv.com and WithYouMedia.com. Material has just debuted their line of pants. It's from their 29 collection. 29 because it's a little nod to that magical element, copper, which means you have consistent heat distributing for the perfect cook. There's no Teflon, no lead, and no fumes. There's also a lip design that curves slightly outward for smooth pouring. You can pop them in the dishwasher, and they're also oven-friendly for up to 500 degrees. This coated pan can be yours for only $95. It's valued at $235, and if you use the code SIMMERDOWNWITHFIV, you get an extra 10% off. Now slide on over to that site on materialkitchen.com and get yourself a new pan. You're welcome.